Jill, I think I've got it. Oh my god, what? Okay. I went to the internet um, on oh gosh, um, how to visit the door to hell in Turkmenistan. I oogoshed at the name of the website caravanistan.com. What? No, thank you. <laughs> Um, there's a door to hell. It's very large and it's on fire, sort of. So it seems good to me. But I don't see it. Yeah, sure. Hang on. Get a load of that. What? That's hell. Yeah, that's hell, baby. Um, how do we get there? Well, I I am on sort of a wiki type page on a tour. Uh, if you're on a tour, things will obviously be neatly arranged for you. There is no need to read the rest of the article. But how do we book the tour? That's kind of. Um, I mean, like, what's what's the website we got to go to for hell.com, right? It's, is, is, it yeah. hell, is it hell.com? It's not hell.com. You can check hell.com. I'm going to... Hold on a second. Uh, hell.com is not registered. Can we buy hell.com? Click <gasps> here to <gasps> inquire. Oh, Jill. One oh, second. Oh, Jill. Buy hell.com and we'll arrange a trade for Alex for the <gasps> domain hell.com. Hey, hey Heath. Hey Jill. You want to know how much Pell.com is a year? Six hundred and sixty-six dollars a year. No, sixty-nine dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to be. Do we have the scratch? I don't know. I think we need to focus on Alex first. Do we have the scratch? Oh my god! If you donate to the Patreon, we will buy Hell.com. We will. We will buy and maintain hell.com and, for you, the listeners. And make it just the Praise Down official website. How about we'll, that? Yeah, we'll How have it linked that? to Good Trash we'll Media. Just yeah. do it like that. All right. Yes. And then we'll, and then we'll sort yeah, of Alex. arrange a trade and parlay the domain for Alex's soul. Yep. Um, or we could go to the door to hell, which seems like kind of a shittier idea now. However. But um, still, still very cool. So $69 a year? $69 a year. Or how much is a tour to where? Uh, Turkmenistan, $150 a day. This is more cost-effective. This is... Yeah. Well, it depends. Well, yeah, well. Okay, if, Kres- if, if, show, if Kretschmer shows up and you're on um, GoDaddy.com with Hell.com open, he's going to flip his wig. All right, hold on. I'm gonna, oh, okay, I closed it. It's okay. a pretty easy domain to remember. All right, where's, so I'll where's just open Kre- it up again. He's, I don't know where he's he coming is. soon, right? Yeah, I mean, he always does. Yeah, come in. Speaking of which... Hello, it's me, Kretschmer. Hey. Hey, Kretschmer. Here's the I only come in when you start talking about me. Who's ready to have a fun conversation? Uh, No, get out. Not us this time. Here's the episode. Fuck off. Do you guys not have any hell questions? Not today. Not today, man. We got it. Try again next week. All right. Well, see you next time. Uh, I've got one hell question. What? Are all demons this needy? Get out of here, Kretschmer. Hey guys, it's me, Alex, still trapped in hell. They changed the music. It's now just Eiffel 65 album Europop. And uh, it's been a couple of days, and I think I like it now. The hell has broken me. I'm a, a shell of what I once was. Anyway, time for the announcements. Uh, on March 7th, I will be led out of hell to open for Dan Alton at the Paramount Room. Uh, that's at 8 p.m. Tickets available at Ticket Storm, 15 in advance, 20 at the door. It'll be worth it, I swear. Um, and then, you know, regular stuff, public access, 7 o'clock every Sunday night at the Paseo Plunge. Um, please leave us reviews. I'm still noticing a lot of that hasn't been happening. Also, uh... 
yeah, donate to the Patreon if you want us to be able to buy Hell.com, apparently, and trade it for me, I guess. Um, so that's looking like our best bet right now, so uh, enjoy the show. It's the praise down. Hi, everybody. Oh, it's the praise down. That was good, Eli. Thank you. A lot better than a lot better than mine. My cold opens are usually bad. Um, I like to do them. Uh, I like to do hot opens. You know. Mm, yeah. Give me a, give me an example of a hot open. Like uh, I don't know. Like. Oh yeah. Pra- okay. Praise down. I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try a hot open okay. now. Zippy! It's the praise oh, down. Oh, that was a really good yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't think of a word, so I said zippy. It was pretty good. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. Um, welcome to the praise down, the only podcast that covers Christian music uh, featuring uh, one sort of secular boy and one Christian boy. Um, not battling it out, just being, being friends and family on the podcast. Uh, today, that... Eli, can you go home and, and maybe refine my intro? Oh, uh, you want some homework? Yeah, yes. Okay. All my homework is homework because I'm homeschooled. All my schoolwork is homework. That's true. But I know what you meant. Kind of messed up. I'll do it. About it. Today we have the host of karaoke on Sunday nights at the Boom in Oklahoma City, a local theater magnate, Jessica Carbajal. Hi. <laughs> Hey, is is a is a magnate? Is it uh is that does that describe you accurately? One hundred percent. Like I really just I I run the town. Honestly, it's it's all me. Cool. Yeah. Sort Top of to an, bottom. A, sort of a sort of an underworld type of thing. Yeah, I'm like like the a dawn of theater. Whoa, yeah. you don't do like crime though, right? <laughs> Only when necessary. Okay. Yeah. Only crimes of passion because it's the theater. The theater. Oh, yes. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing super well, hyper caffeinated. Cool. Yes, me too. Uh, I had the day off and I had three cups of coffee on accident. I only meant to have two. I went to Dunkin' Donuts and asked for one cup of coffee. I got handed a cup of coffee and I was expecting to get a breakfast muffin and the lady handed me another coffee and i said oh i got a coffee already and she said well you want it (laughs) and i said sure and then i got my sandwich like i was expecting but i also have caffeine in me i'm i'm totally blotto on caffeine wait where did the third (laughs) coffee come from oh it was i had breakfast twice because i was too polite to tell my roommate that i had breakfast already that's really nice (laughs) That's next level politeness. I I refuse to inconvenience anybody but myself gravely. That's so. Oh man, is that like a family thing for us? Do you think? I think so. I think it is. That's nice. We're just we're just some nice pushovers over in the uh, over in that clan. 
Oh, being a pushover, I thought you meant second breakfast. Like you guys were like hobbits. Oh. You like second breakfast and then elevensies. Oh, mm. uh, I've never seen that. Uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien well, is a bone again Christian. You can you can watch that. Is it? Can I do it even if he wasn't Christian while he wrote it? I think he can. I think it works retroactively. I think that might be the difference between Baptist and free will Baptist. I can't remember. <laughs> one of them does and one of them doesn't believe in once saved, always saved. Oh, you mean backwards compatibility? <laughs> yeah. Y'all ready to talk Speaking to one? Speaking of church, yeah. Oh, I'm ready. Jessica. Yes. How's your walk with the Lord? <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, a lot like me when I've had too many shots, just really stumbly and uncertain, fallen down a lot. Mm. Not ideal. Nice. Twisted my ankle now and then. Ouch. Yeah. Ooh. Your spirit ankle. My spirit ankle. My spiritual ankle. How'd it start? Yeah. Describe. Well, first describe twisting your spiritual ankle because I am deeply intrigued. Um, I mean, it, I, I feel like I'd have to go back to the beginning to like really explain the twisting of my spiritual ankle. Okay. Let's put a pin in that. <laughs> How'd we, let's, let's go to the beginning. Okay. Let's go to the beginning. Uh, so I was raised like pretty darn Catholic. Like I went to Catholic school from like nursery school, like age three through fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So I was indoctrinated like full time, like early and well <laughs> were you were Good, you cool were you uh, were you baby baptized yeah oh yeah sweet had the like goofy white baby gown and everything whoa there's a goofy white baby gown yeah there's a really great picture of me and it actually like i was like they they take you in your baptismal gown to have your like photo taken professionally but i had been like as a baby constipated that day and so like oh, no. the pic there's a picture of me just like trying so hard to poop as a baby wearing my yeah it's great did you do it i assume eventually i'm not i'm not still holding on to those duties let's hope let's hope not but 30 years of duties your parents get to pick the um liquid that you get baptized with i mean it's just the standard holy water from the baptismal font Mm. i don't think they got to like bring their own evian to be blessed did they anoint you with oils I yeah. heard they do that over there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Cool. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, you you so got your water. First, your first rite. You got watered and oiled? Sacrament. Yeah, watered and oiled. That's cool. I would love to like, I wish I was baby baptized in like some muscle milk or something. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, just become a. Like a super Christian a, baby. A, like a muscle warrior for, for the good Lord above. So did you enjoy being a Catholic child in, oh. in Oklahoma specifically? A Protestant state. Uh, at the time I did because I didn't really, like, like, you know, that I wasn't affected because all the other kids I knew were also Catholic, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's, especially in, in parts of the world like this, it's very, it's a lot more insular, um, whereas in Boston, it's the Protestants who got to worship behind closed doors, you know? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I mean, like, I might have been more aware if I'd, like, gone to public school and been like, oh, I'm Catholic. And they're like, oh. Weirdo. I don't know how that would have worked. Here's the thing I've been wondering about about growing up Catholic. Are you... Is it somehow a a symbol of 
is it somehow some kind of, like a status gateway for Catholic kids to go to Catholic school? Like if you're not if you're Catholic and not going to Catholic school, is it like you're not getting the premium experience? Yeah, probably. But I mean, I didn't really know any kids again who went to public school until I went to public school in sixth grade. And oh, the at, worst year to go to public school? Yeah, and at that point, I wasn't, like, particularly Catholic anymore, so it was like, Arr. Oh, you got tired of it fast. Like, yeah. Whoa. How, yeah, I got over it pretty quickly. <laughs> like, how quickly? Um, you know, pretty much as soon as I entered sixth grade, I met uh, a, a, a kid who remained my, my best friend for many years, and uh, we were just, like, quickly bonded over like Limp Biscuit and like corn and like generally being hard. And uh, I don't know, we just got started talking. We like both decided that we were agnostic in like sixth grade. We're like, eh, anyway. That's what happens if you listen to Limp Biscuit for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. just automatically. That's why it's banned in Eli's house. I never got to listen to it. I heard about him though. Pretty cool. <laughs> you, you missed out, bud. You oh, out. man. Come on. It's not too late. I think it is. <laughs> it's like a gateway drug for your soul. Yeah, I don't want to. Mom, I'm not going to listen to Limp Bizkit. Like she listens to these and edits them. <laughs> oh, takes, well. She takes out the swears so that I can listen to them. Yeah, Eli, Eli's mom, Eli's a good boy. You Thank wouldn't you. listen to Limp Bizkit. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, Eli's, <laughs> Eli's great, and we would never dream of making him listen to Limp Bizkit on the podcast. No. Never. Never. Uh, so... You listened to Limp Biscuit, and that kind of sealed it for you. You no longer believed in God. <laughs> yeah, I was already like on on a path, you know, of just like feeling too old and too cool for it. Like, because when I was a kid, like I wanted to be a nun. Whoa! With like, I, I wanted. To <laughs> it sounds so great now. Um, I wanted to be a nun, but with a very specific ministry in clowning. <gasps> so I wanted to be both like a nun and a clown. And so I would like be in my habit because I wanted to be a Carmelite sister, like the ones you wanted to be a, in school. Is it a clown? A clown. I don't. <sighs> it's hard to say now because it n never came to fruition that I, I don't know if there is a clowning or nun a out noun. there. To... There's got to be a clown. A noun. <laughs> yes. Or a clown. But. Yeah. Jill, can you look up if there are any clowning nuns? Thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to be like the Patch Adams of nuns and Whoa. you know heal children with laughter and the Lord, of course. But the, you make like balloon crucifixes. Whoa, that's a good yes. idea. Or is that crucifixes might have been hard? Crosses would have been. Would easier. you have maybe like a flower that squirts holy water out oh, of it? Oh, like a God, yeah. Like, if you guys had been around, I really, I don't know if I would have diverted from this plan. You're so okay, I'm, I'm, full of great ideas. I'm, I'm so sorry that, that we're going down the hole of Catholic clown superhero, but could I interest you in a joy buzzer that turns kids straight? Whoa. That would be amazing. <laughs> it probably would not. No, uh, it would be, it would be. Amazing from a morally neutral perspective that a joy buzzer could do that. Yeah. Ethically, however, I would I would be remiss to call it a good thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would call it a good a, a good thing because you know diversity is good. Yeah, and, so and also and also conversion therapy it. is wrong and bad and ineffective. Oh yeah. But that's mainly because of like the emotional abuse, right? Like if you're just hitting a joy buzzer, I mean. Uh, 
Seems fine. That's yeah. shaky territory right there. <laughs> for sure. It will fill you with joy, the Lord. Um, this this bit is good and over. Mm-hmm. Um, so Before it's completely over, I do have uh, mm. some research to report back. Uh, I have two instances of clown nuns. Um, one is not technically nuns, but it's the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence mm-hmm. out of San Francisco. And it is a uh, drag kind of performance group uh, where they dress up as nuns. Cool. Um, there is a chapter here. Yes. There is an Oklahoma City chapter there. Love that. And then there's also uh, a Washington Post article from 2015 on the surprising history of the Catholic Church circus priests. Circus priests. Circus Whoa. priests. Just priests circus that like priest. go along with circuses that travel. Oh, because I, I was imagining a like a priest. homily coming from like an acrobat or like a lion tamer. <laughs> oh, I that see. That could be powerful. I see. They're trusting like the Lord. they're like clown chaplains, so they keep the clown's souls pure, Good. so that they can clown at optimum efficiency and keep the children that are being clowned upon safe. Yeah. The main thing is that uh, this this article mentions that many South American and European countries have large Catholic populations and they need a pastor or a priest to uh, officiate and act those kind of sacraments and mass and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a necessary thing to have one come along. Okay. Hmm. Makes sense. There you go. Yeah, that checks out. Clowning, that tracks. Clowning is such a rich tradition. Whoa. So so before we move on to the next, the next chapter of your life, as it were, um, what was the coolest thing about being Catholic and the least cool thing about being Catholic? Oh, uh, there are a couple cool things about growing up the kind of Catholic I did, like going to a Catholic school that was associated with a convent. So if your parents didn't pick you up on time from school after like after the after programs, after like five o'clock, if your like mom or dad hadn't come to get you, they would take you over to the convent to like wait for your parents and so like i always liked going to the convent because they would hook you up with lemonade and some nun-made cookies whoa these sugar cookies that were so dope they were so so that (laughs) that's such a fat kid answer what was cool about growing up catholic cookies and lemonade at the convent that sounds cool who was your favorite nun uh Sister Joseph Marie was my favorite nun. She she passed away recently, actually. So rest in peace, Ouch. Sister Joseph. Yeah, Sister Joseph Marie. She was my home girl. Heard you did a good job, yeah. Sister. Sister Veronica was dope too, because she like wrote songs for us to sing. She was very much like a Maria von Trapp type. Oh. She was actually like raised Southern Baptist and got the call to be a nun, and she had to like convert to Catholicism, and she would like write these dope songs for us to sing. That's was, amazing. Dude, but then it was weird because, like, I would, like, I grew up and I found out, like, not every song that I sang, everyone knew. Like, only people, like, at my school knew these, like, oh, no. like you meet, like, other Catholics. You're, like, later and you're, like, you remember this one? Because when you're Catholic, you talk about, like, Catholic songs, apparently. It's how mm-hmm. you bond. And uh, they'd be, like, no, I have no idea what that is. And I was, like, oh, shit, because 
Am I allowed to say shit? I said shit. You, yeah. And then you, I said it twice more. E- Eli can't cuss on the podcast. I'm not allowed to. Okay, sorry right. if I offended you, Eli. Oh, that's, yeah. that's okay. I've, oh, I've heard it. <laughs> okay. Aunt Tanya knows she can't get me in trouble, but I do just try to respect her. But, you know, every once in a while I will say a cuss. Yeah. But you're the guest. You can cuss. I can do a cuss. Yeah. Willy-nilly. Okay. Is there a cuss cutoff? Like, is it the F word? After, uh, after ten cusses, you have to start putting a quarter into a jar <laughs> that seems fair a quarter is a good deal you've got to start yeah you've got to start paying it back by saying nice things but you can cash out whenever yeah nice yeah pretty cool system so after that you're you're sort of in your you're sort of in your rap rock phase with limp biscuit and yeah. and such uh is that the ankle twisting um well i think it probably the biggest spiritual ankle twist was when i the moment I decided I didn't want to be a nun anymore. Ouch. How'd uh, that happen? Well, I, <laughs> well, I, I saw my first softcore porn. Oh. This show called Hot Springs Hotel, and it was an episode that involved like a golf tour being in town, and there was a golf club involved with this scene. I don't know. It just real. It really appealed to me. I was like, nuns don't get to do that. I don't want to miss out on you know the the sex so i mm. like i was like 10 or 11 i was like i don't want to be a nun anymore because i saw one episode of hot springs hotel so like obviously my faith was already ready to go that makes sense it was easily easily shaken. the limp biscuit of nighttime programming yeah 100 percent. just absolutely decimated you uh so so after that what what do you um i didn't get i didn't get your least favorite thing about being catholic Oh, well, my least favorite thing about being Catholic is I, uh, like, very early, like, became, like, I still am, like, very early became, like, an LGBTQ plus, like, ally before all of those were (laughs) things you knew to say. And so I always, like, struggled with the whole, like, being gay is bad thing. I was like, I I don't know. I know some gay folks and they're pretty cool. They seem like good people to me. I don't think they're going to hell for that. Yeah. Like very early on, I was like, mm, that doesn't seem right to me. And then like, you know, when I got to like my like tweens, I would kind of like look around, just didn't really like the way organized religion looked in general. I was like, it looks like, yeah, you're not that seem like we're helping the poor or anything. This feels, yeah. this feels a little yucky. Yeah. It's, they're just run by nerds sometimes. <laughs> In, or, the, like in, in the pejorative churches. way, nerds. Yeah, churches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just nerds in robes. It's it's LARPing. Oh, man. Same with graduation. Yeah, especially Catholicism, because they have, like, the, the cool the robes. The, yeah, and it's like, yeah. you get to be the bishop, and you get, like, a super cool hat. It's like you level up. My mom would kill me for saying this, but Catholicism seems cool. <laughs> it's sort of metal. Yeah. yeah. It seems like, I don't know. They got cool robes. They got there's that smoke ball that they swing around. That's pretty cool. They have holy water. Awesome. Yeah. Did you hear about those kids who got arrested for putting weed in the incense burner at their church? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Kids, they practice Santeria wild. in the church? <gasps> Did they have a crystal ball? Did anyone get high? They had high? a brass ball. What? Did anyone get high from it? God, I hope so. Oh no! God willing, I hope they not. got arrested. Yeah, they got arrested, and they were like young boys. They were, I think they were like fourteen or something like that. They were. That doesn't seem like a punishable. If anyway, I don't, I'm not a lawyer. I'm I ain't no lawyer. 
but that doesn't seem that doesn't seem like something you call the cops about. Seems like something you just go, oh. ah, they're fourteen. I don't mm. know. It definitely seems like something that any church I've been to would have called the cops about. It's like middle of mass, you're just like smoking out the sanctuary. <laughs> like How does it happen? Here's the thing. How do they, how does it happen and how do they get away with it? And how do people find out about it after it happened and get upset? Well, I mean, I'm sure it's so funny. I mean, I'm sure it smelled like weed, you know, because. Well, yeah, it's it's it smelled like weed. But I imagine if they're hot boxing a, a chapel or, or a cathedral of some kind. It, it had to chill everybody out. <laughs> Where do 14 year olds get the money for enough weed to put in an incense thing? So I guess you've never known a kid who went to McGinnis because they always had money for drugs. Okay. Like, did you, you go know? to McGinnis? No. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I, I went. I, I went to public school starting in sixth grade. Did your parents care that you weren't Catholic anymore? Uh, no, because they made my brother go through confirmation and stuff, and then like immediately after, he just like stopped going to church forever. And so oh. I was like, I don't want to be confirmed, and they're like, Well, it didn't really do anything for your brother anyway, so like, whatever. Nice. And the, ama- the amount care. of people that. The amount of people that I hear get confirmed. Here, here's the thing: like, Protestant kids don't go through confirmation or like baby baptism. But what we do go through is uh, our parents holding us as babies on stage and saying for us in a microphone, "These babies are gonna be Christians forever," and that's our promise. They really should make the baby promise. Yeah. Yeah, make the baby, like, cross their heart. They should, like, ventriloquism the baby and just be like, I promise I'll be a Christian forever. For the listeners, Heath was uh, holding his own mouth Mm -hmm. with his hands and moving it. Correct. I feel like that baby had a pretty deep voice. (laughs) Yeah, Heath, could you do that again? I I can take another swing at it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Higher voice, please. Up an octave or two. You guys got to understand also that uh, that this is the parent sort of ventriloquizming the baby. Oh, that's true. But I'll I'll try it. I'll try it for you guys. All right. I promise I'll never drink alcohol or smoke cigarettes, and I'll go to church every Sunday, Wednesday, Easter, Christmas, trunk or treat, and. Thanksgiving service for as long as I live. Amen. How was that? Was that good? Nailed it. Dude, that was perfect. That, that was, was so good. That was expert. Wow. When I have a baby, I want you to do that for my baby. I don't know if I'm even the theater Don anymore. I think it's oh, you now. Yeah, I. <laughs> it's it. My my greatest curse is that that was only audio, and I really just. I really just did the audition of my career. It was beautiful. That was honestly probably the best character work that's ever been on this podcast. Wow. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Alex never did any characters. Dracula Claus showed up. I don't know. I wish he would have done some. So so you get you get all through middle school, high school, and you're kind of on the same, you know, uh, fuck church kind of tip, right? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Mm-hmm. 
there there was a time in high school where that was they, that was character work, Eli. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, there was a time in, in high school where I started going to Corpus Christi Catholic Church, and they had this really dope priest because I was going for like my baby cousins, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he almost got me back. He almost got me back. What did he, he was do? Ju- he was just that good. He just gave like the dopest homilies. His name is uh, Father Jim Goins. He's the he's the priest at uh, St. Thomas More, the uh, university parish uh, in Norman at OU. Mm-hmm. And he just like just like spoke to me because he didn't like harp on any of the stuff about like religion that I didn't like. Like he was like for real about like helping poor people and like being a good person and that, you know, the Catholic church should be more inclusive and stuff. And like, I just thought he almost, he almost got me back. I taught, I taught a little bit of vacation Bible school. I joined the choir for a little bit. Nice. 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 And, uh, you know, but then I was like, yeah, yeah, no, but my, my like heavy hoodlumish set in not too long after that. That was like when I was still like 15 and then you know 16 just sex drugs and rock and roll carried me away that's the thing all that real stuff doesn't put butts in seats you got to get people terrified (laughs) gotta scare them (laughs) yeah you got to scare people and then they'll never not go um but all this stuff about that's okay just help people that aren't aren't so okay like oh i don't have to go to listen to this I don't know. Fear is a more powerful motivator than just wanting to be a good person for most people, which makes sense. Sometimes that's all of us. Ask Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. He's dead. You can't ask him. Maybe Alex could. Maybe Alex could ask him. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, Alex, uh, you have to edit this episode. Could you ask? I don't I don't want to. I don't need you to. Nobody needs you to talk to Hitler. I, I, I realize that the weight of what we are asking now, but if you run into him, don't make it doesn't have to be a priority. Just just chat up Hitler if you have a second. If you happen to bump into each other, mm-hmm. in double hell, Hitler's There's in no double way hell. he's in regular hell. Oh, yeah. he, triple hell, and then Whoa. like punch him in the nuts after you get what you want out of him. Though, yeah, too, de- definitely. You know, like like the, the demons would high five about that. I bet. Oh yeah, good way to earn some brownie points. Yeah, for sure. So, has has anything changed about your spiritual theological outlook from that point in your life to now? I mean, not really. Like, I'm I'm still, you know, I I I, I can't really call myself atheist because every now and then I think just be like growing up so deeply Catholic, I can't help but like every now and then my brain will be like, oh Lord help me out with this moment. But like, I don't necessarily mean like, you know, in like a Judeo Christian sense. I mean, like sometimes I speak to like the universe or whatever. It's like, you know, like, yo, I don't know. Just trying to put like, I don't know. I guess like now my view is just more about like trying to like be a good person, putting out like as many like positive vibes into the world as possible, you know, like trying anyway, like I'm not always succeeding, but I guess that's sort of like where I am like spiritually now is just trying to like, not not be a dick i mean i feel like that's like baseline yeah Yeah. you know i mean mean, isn't that it like just like try and love on people yeah just and whatnot i mean so i guess that's where i am leave it better than how you found it oh shit yeah but like organized religion so not my thing unless it's you know i don't know also also you can't call yourself an atheist without sounding like ricky gervais so (laughs) old rick and morty gervais himself 
Well, you answer my you you sort of you sort of baked your last question into that question, which is which was, uh, what do you think it's all about? But you did that. Yeah, I that that's what I think. You know, I mean, isn't that what all like religion, well, most religions at their core are about? Are just like you know, taking care of people and trying to be a good person and until they get big and sell out. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. They start playing Vegas or. Branson or whatever. Let's move on. Yeah. To thoughts and prayers. Thoughts right. and prayers. Okay, so so Eli, uh, this one this one sort of came on recommendation for Aunt Tanya. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This comes from Fuva dot net, our uh-huh. Australian Christian BuzzFeed website. So she. She wanted me to, she actually texted me this article. She wanted me to uh, get you thinking about this and praying about it, as it were. Uh, uh, the The title of the article is Simple Ideas to Share Your Faith at School. Okay. Because you're about to move on to the next chapter of your life. And she just wants you to, you know, have some, she really stressed that she wanted you to have some good, insightful thoughts about this and promising to maybe do the things in this article. Oh, uh, okay. Does that sound good? Hey, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. This one comes from um, Elizabeth Carter. She wrote this on uh, February 5th, 2019. So, something I found very challenging about school is the fact that I was a Christian and so many people around me were not. I followed Jesus. They mocked him. And often, I had no idea how to talk about my faith because being at a Christian school meant people knew the facts. They just decided they didn't care. Okay. I think I see why Tanya picked this because if you go to like a Christian college, yeah, there might be some there might be some smart, sarcastic folks. You went to Catholic school. You get it. <laughs> Faux show. Yeah, yeah. You learn enough about Jesus to mock him for the rest of your life. <laughs> Absolutely, that's the idea. Oh, no. Shame on you. Just, <laughs> Let me eat that uh, flesh. <laughs> oh, no. So I began to think, how can I open up conversations without putting people off? It was a challenge, but trying some of these things did help make conversations happen. Here are four ways you can share your faith at school this year. Mm. Use your talents. I had a friend who took art in the senior years. I don't know if that's just bad typing or Australian. I had a friend who took art in the senior years who chose to create a final project based on Jesus's progression to the cross. Maybe everyone is a senior for two years in Australia because they're all dumb. <laughs> in in Straya, they're Yeah, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I've never been there. Um, <laughs> Maybe they do a second year to travel abroad. Hey. We had a lot of Australian foreign exchange students, and I just think they kind of did do two senior years. I think that might be a real thing. I might be making that up. Wow, I didn't know that. I, I did two senior years because I'm patient, <laughs> Eli. I'm sorry. Careful who you insult, because it could be me. I had a friend who took art in the senior years who chose to create a final project based on Jesus' progression to the cross. It was hauntingly beautiful, extremely moving, and generated a lot of compliments and questions from her friends and her teachers. 
She poured her faith into something she was good at, and it really opened doors for conversations. Okay. So, Eli, uh, Aunt Tanya, I mean, how would you, how would you use your talents? Well, I'm really good at archery. Uh huh. So I could maybe I could bring my bow to to college. No, don't. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, that's. It's like it's kind of like a worse gun, but it can still do it can still get gun type results. Okay. So don't do that. Um. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know what. Are... What about the accordion, buddy? Oh. I mean, I guess I uh, I haven't really been practicing. Uh, I really should probably before I start. I I did make. My Christian Mingle profile say that I'm really good at the accordion. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to get good at the accordion before you get some dates, Eli. <sighs> okay. Before you start courting. All right, I'll start practicing and I'll, I'll let you guys know how it goes. Say you got good at the accordion. Uh huh. What what song? What Christian song would you play to get all of your all of your lost friends <sighs> to? see the light I don't know what's a good accordion maybe something by the newsboys that's a good idea yeah maybe like shine by the newsboys <laughs> that's a good idea Eli I don't know maybe some ooh maybe something by five iron frenzy whoa now we're talking accordions kind of like a bunch of trombones <laughs> I have no idea about these bands. I have no clue. I'm like in the. This they is, sound wonderful if they can be played on accordion. There, I'm down. There's a dedicated portion of my brain that just has these. Second idea: Don't hide your devotion. If you're a Christian, it can be tempting to hide away your Bible. Make sure people don't see the titles of your Christian books or disguise your prayer journal. Oh, this one will be pretty easy. Most of my clothes are Christian T-shirts. What you shop at the Mardell mostly? Mostly, I mean they got shirts. What's like your favorite one? Um, I think. Uh, there's one that said it's like it looks like a, like a ketchup bottle. Mm -hmm. Um, only instead of Heinz, it says his, like I belong to Jesus, and then it says, uh, catch up. And follow Jesus. I like that. That's catchy. Yeah, that's Just nice. Good. That's nice. I like that a lot. I was trying to think if there was like a book of the Bible that started with an H. Cause then like, Habakkuk. <laughs> Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Yeah. You know. My favorite. My favorite shirt I've seen you wear is. Uh, it says. Uh, Metal God Solid Three Snake Beater. Oh yeah. And it's uh, it, like in Garden of Eden. Yeah. And. It's Jesus in an eye patch doing a sleeper hold on a on a serpent. Oh wow. The CQC stands for Christ oh. Quarters Combat. <laughs> yes, Eli, that's what the back says. Metal God Solid 3 Snake Beater. You should wear that one in public. I feel like people would have a lot of questions about what snake beater means, and that's a good way to witness. Oh yeah, they'd be like, 
who's strong enough to beat a snake? And I'd be like, buddy, let me tell you My buddy, my friend. My yeah. friend, my big boss, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you uh, about a little outer heaven <laughs> called heaven. We're going to move on. Act like Jesus. <laughs> High schools are full of gossip. Uh, I, I have one more. Sure. Revival Ocelot. <laughs> Act like Jesus. High schools are full of gossip, unhelpful talk, disrespect of teachers, and unkindness between students. If you refuse to engage in these things... You're instantly going to stand out. The key here, though, is not to judge those who are engaging in these things. You don't want people to feel like you think you're better than them. Instead, quietly step away from things you know wouldn't please God and wait to be asked why you're doing it. Then oh. gently explain that you don't think, insert behavior here, is going to build people up. And as a Christian, you only want to display love to those around you. Because I I've got to take... I've got to take issue with this one. First off, points for leaving in the caveat about not judging anybody. Very good. Yeah. That's good. I liked that. However, like when's that. the last time you have chosen to not participate in gossip and one of and someone from that crowd goes, Hey, why, why are you not gossiping? We're having a good time gossiping over here. You don't want to gossip? Like, oh, There's plenty. Why don't you want to gossip with us? Oh, I don't know, guys. I'm just a Christian, and I don't want to gossip because I don't think it builds people up. I think if we have a problem with some, somebody's behavior, we should, as a group, all go to them and tell them uh, it so they can change it, or we can have a discussion about it. And that's having that sort of discussion privately with a friend that's christ quarters combat <laughs> that's a fun way to think about this in your relationships with teachers in particular don't fall into the trap of complaining about teachers behind their backs mucking up in class or whining when you get a bad mark be gracious supportive and kind you'll stand out and encourage your teachers what's a way you could encourage a teacher uh I don't know when when they're done talking I could I could like go up to them and say hey I just want you to know that you did a great sermon or what is it what's like a sermon but when a teacher does it a lesson you did a great lesson up there and I really appreciate it keep up the good work if you want to get even more bonus points with uh -huh. with with a professor just after they're done in between their sentences or in between their uh, ideas or points, just go, oh, yeah, nice. Oh, in between everything. Mm. I've heard about this is active listening. You got to do active listening so people know you're listening. Yeah, show mm -hmm. them that you're engaged with mm -hmm. the lesson. Mm -hmm. A lot of nodding. Smile a lot, nod, and go, mm -hmm. oh. Mm. Maybe like... Oh. Mm. Pretend it's like a tasty morsel of knowledge, and you go, mm, 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 mm. like that. I could, like, hold the pencil to my bottom lip and look up at the ceiling, and then go, ah, and write something down really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that a lot, too. Yeah, a little revelation. Uh-huh. 
Keep your hand raised the entire class. <gasps> Wait, even after they've answered my question? Yes. All right. This is a challenge because you got to think of other questions, but if you want to think of it kind of like a video game, like Metal, Metal Gear Solid, uh -huh. um, the more questions that you ask, the more points you get in like brownie style with the teachers. Okay. And the questions you ask after class uh -huh. get a like times two multiplier for bonuses. Gotcha. Because it shows that you are dedicated uh -huh. and you respect the teacher and you respect your students for because you want them to learn as hard as you are. Yeah. What if I can't think of any questions? Well, let's run that scenario real quick. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll be you. you okay. Be, you be a teacher. Okay. Uh, yes. E Eli. Hey. hey, did Columbus sail the ocean blue in 1493 or 1494? Uh, it was actually 1492. Do I talk like that? No, I'm just doing a, I'm just doing a voice that's you're still raising your Eli, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I uh I just didn't I I just uh I was just making sure that you were that you were having a good time up there. Uh I'm having a great time, actually. Thank you for asking. Nobody ever asks me. Sure. Yes, Eli. I just want to encourage you. Uh, uh -huh. you're you seem to be uh you do. You seem to do this a lot, teaching. I mean, and I just never see anybody do this. Where, uh, where people just say, "Hey, way to go." Oh uh, well, he. Th uh, 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 I mean, Eli. Thank you so much. Uh, 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 all right, now Columbus sailed the ocean, and then I would just keep. Yes, Eli. Did you see my shirt? <laughs> yeah, I did. Is that, is that like Metal Gear Solid? But for Jesus? Yeah. That's really cool. What does the back say? Jesus is my big boss. Whoa. And scene. I should go to church with you. Yes. And then we can get married. <laughs> I feel like there was a good lesson in that because the teacher started asking the questions in the end. Yeah. And it's so a, it's, it's like it's eventually a, the student becomes healthy, the teacher. It's a healthy dialogue. <sighs> oh, that was great. That was beautiful. Finally, there's one more. Be honest about your weekends. Uh, <laughs> what did you, uh, okay. What did you do on the weekend? I went shopping. I watched TV. I did the ancient history assignment. What about you? Um, I just the usual. I can't remember how many times this conversation took place when someone asked me directly what I'd done on the weekend, and instead of saying I went to church or I had youth group on Friday, I avoided the question. Being honest about your weekends is a first step to showing people what you believe. It's actually so countercultural to commit to doing the same thing every Friday night or Sunday. And being honest about how you spent the weekend will invite questions about why you do what you do. Of course, the next step is actually inviting your friends along. So, Eli, what, what did you do this weekend? I went to church. What, what else did you do? Oh, you know, hung out. Uh, just hung out at home. You're failing the assignment. You've got to get more specific with what you did on the weekend if you want to make friends and lead them to the Lord. Um, <clears throat> well, I don't, uh, I, I, pra uh, <laughs> I practiced archery a little bit. Nice. Uh, down at the archery range. I have a membership there. And mm -hmm. then I went to church. 
Well, here's the thing, Eli. Um, I'm loving the honesty level. I I think because archery is very cool. Yeah. I don't I don't mind telling you that it's the coolest thing about you. Thank you. But do you you see the problem with saying that you practiced archery in this conversation? Because if you make if you don't make going to church the coolest thing you did, people are just going to go. You do archery. Oh, and that defeats the purpose, right? Okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. Okay, so boring stuff first, then church. G- you, you give it know, to me again, Eli. What'd you do this weekend? Oh, you know, just the usual. Uh, I looked at all my different socks, and uh, <laughs> then I did. I uh, washed some dishes, and uh then i I don't i um i read i read i read a book and (laughs) and then uh and then i went you're not gonna believe this yeah i went to church what yeah that was the real highlight of my weekend all the rest of the stuff was boring i hated doing it but church man you're not gonna believe uh it was way cool wow i should go to that church it sounds way better than looking at all of my socks. Yeah. And you've done it. You've done it just like that. You're going to seem interesting and holy by not participating in conversations and, and uh, telling people about your weekend and using your accordion. Okay. And your very good Metal God Solid 3 t-shirt. Okay. I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to see if they've still got them at Mordell. I got it a while ago. Uh, We'll try to get we'll try to get that going. Okay. Guys, it is time for Tune Talk. Alright, buckle down. We're gonna get into some Tune Talk. Right now. What album are we covering today? Uh we're we're gonna talk about an album by uh, a band called Denison Mars that I used to jam on a little bit in uh, like middle school. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What what's their deal? Um so they're this sort of like pop punky kind of sounding uh Christian band, but it's not like you know super overtly Christian tones, but I mean like if you listen to it and you know it's about what's Jesus. A Christian like, oh, it's, tone. <laughs> it's a Christian tone. An a major undertone, chord. overtone, okay. medium tone. High tone, a, a low perfect tone. fourth. That's a Christian. <laughs> that tone. is a Christian tone. They have a song called "Better Three Fourths," so that's funny. That you... you know, it's, you know, it's not a Christian tone. That one is on this one. Oh, bums! Because that's a that's the Jimmy Jam right there. Oh, well, we will be all treading new ground here. What's the name of the album? The name of the album is "World Renowned for Romance." Oh. Is that I don't think, yeah I don't think that's the album I used to, I only is, listened to one album when I was like a is youngster. this album about the love guru <laughs> as, is that as portrayed by Mike Myers yes yeah. Mike Myers the lo- <sighs> Mike Myers presents Mike. the love guru <laughs> I wish he was still doing more miss you Mike he's Gong Show yeah he's uh, on the Gong Show have you seen the Gong Show he's doing his fifteenth Scottish character he's not Scottish. British. Is he, is he British? Just straight British. Watch. You, oh, you are. That's on me. You are messing up so badly. <sighs> I'm blowing it. It's great. It's super clean too. 
I can watch it. It's one of the only Mike Myers things I've ever seen, but he's my favorite. Yeah, he's great. So I Married an Axe Murderer. That's a classic. Classic. Eli can't see that one. Haven't seen that one. Yeah, can't no, see that it. That one probably has some adult themes that you're not ready for. I hear Eli. Stephen Wright is really good in it. Uh, you're not Stephen wrong <laughs> about that. Oh. <laughs> what is that? Uh, first track. First track on here is Sing With Me. Well, I don't know the words, but... Uh. and real gentle. I can tell it's about to pop off, though. Does that need to come up some, y'all think? I don't know. Jill? Does it, does it need to turn up? Does the, does the music need to come up, do you think? Does the... Oh, uh... Does it it's, need to come up? It's... <laughs> yeah. It does? Okay, one. Okay. Okay, there it is. This is sort of from the era of long intros, right? Yeah, yeah this, is, had so, this is sounding to... way more shoegazy than I recall. I For, like it. Christian I'm shoegaze. Not, there not is, bad. is there's a deeper catalog of Christian shoegaze than people realize. Yeah. <laughs> Starflyer fifty nine. They're Christian. Yeah. What's his voice up to, Jessica? <laughs> I don't know. It's giving me a weird, like, so, sort of like Bono-y thing, but like more, uh, more, oh, more delicate. Yeah. But like a light Bono. Nothing like <laughs> a light Bono. <laughs> he is the world's biggest turd. God, I can only hear Bono now. This song is eight minutes long. I'm gonna skip in. Wow. You brought us a shoegaze band, I think. Yeah. Well, well, the album that I knew was not like so much like this. It was it was more uh, pop punky, but I guess this they rules. I guess they evolved into this. I have never heard anything like this. You can't listen. You, wait, you're not allowed to listen to you two. Well. Oh no! I guess I am allowed to listen to you too. Because I, some... I feel like, in order to be a youth pastor, your favorite band has to be you too. I guess that's true. At least in my time, we always had them around. I don't know. I never really delved into it. This but is there's great, like though. a very cool, noisy, noisy passage here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Like, I mean, you have you have not brought a stinker, that's for sure. Thank, thank God. Yeah. All right. Up next. All right. The new like the the next song is called the new drone. The new drone. The new drone. D R O A N. For some reason. Oh.
Okay, more pop punk. Yeah, this here. is a, I was gonna say this is a pop punk here. This is that. This is that show. original pop punk recipe you remember. Oh, there's that. There's that voice. There's that original mm. recipe. Mm. Twenty-three notes and chords. <laughs> okay, he doesn't sound like Weird. Bono anymore. No, Weird yeah. doubled vocals there. Yeah. Yeah. Who else does that? What secular act does that? Does what now? That, Not even harmony. That sort of double, that sort of double vocal tracking. Mm. Is that? Is it Thirty Seconds to Mars? Who does a lot of like doubling like that? I don't know. Oh, I. Is that the Jared Leto band? I wouldn't even. Know. Jared Leto and his magic Thirty Seconds to Mars. <laughs> How's he get there so fast? Wait, 30 seconds to Mars? Dennis and Mars? Coincidence? Whoa. I'm not sure because I don't know 30 seconds to Mars. But. Oh, whoa. Let's I don't get know light either. years Let's away. Let's get light years away. This is about taking 30 seconds to go to Mars. Was there a na-na-na-na part there? It's very subtle. Oh, no, those oh, are no, words. Those are words. All right, up next, we got to do another one. It is Send the Stars. Not a song under th four minutes so far. These boys are... They're a band that takes their time. Yeah. I love that guitar, though. His voice, I thought, I, I thought it was, I thought it bugged me, but then it stopped bugging me. I think it's good. Yeah, I feel like the voice has been like sort of. I mean, it's like clearly the same person, but like pretty different stylistically on each of these songs. Like, I feel like he's shaking it up a little bit, which I appreciate. That's what I appreciate about you, Dennis and Mars. This, this, all this guitar is like. Very shoegazy. Yeah, for sure. Even when the vocals are pop punky. Honestly, pop punk vocals kind of see they're like a good it's a good training wheels vocal discipline to get you into other genres, I think. Ooh. Training wheels. It's like, hey, I wanna get into shoegaze, but I don't want to listen to I don't want to listen to Ride or whatever. <laughs> what's 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 like good pop punk methadone for me to get into shoegaze with? And it's this. It's this. Here it, it is. It, here it is. Yeah. People do that with math rock too. Oh, they because they need they need a pop punk guy to sing over it yep. until they just get into instrumentals. Yep. Full on math. It core. starts. It starts yeah. at American football. And it ends in European football. Yep. Footy. Footy. Footy and the ballfish, like, yeah. Tube Lord. <laughs> tube Lord? Tube Lord. They're a math rock band. I don't know. I looked them up. I, you I was know a lot up, about math rock. I, I was looking up bands with Lord in the name just cause, to find more Christian music. 
and Tube Lord was one, and I thought they were pretty good. Oh, we've had this conversation, Eli. You got into math rock so you could listen to music at homeschool because you said it is math. Yeah. Mm. It's good. Good loophole. Yeah. Thank you. Hope I didn't blow... You graduated. I, I blew up your spot afterwards. Yeah. She can't get mad at me about it now. You graduated. It could have helped. Yeah. She doesn't know. All right. Up next... Love and its grand scheme. I want to point out, uh, love is, uh, or it's has a slash in between the T and the apostrophe. Is it a... Wait. A backslash. It sounds like a typo. So it's like... No, there's a couple of them. But they've been doing doing something cute with their names the whole time. I don't know. Is that cute or is that just confusing? Because I just don't... You said it's before the apostrophe? It's before the apostrophe. Not in place of it. And they do it again on another song called Let's Dance. It, But that's the only one that has, like, an apostrophe in it. So I think maybe that's just how it got imported and nobody has looked. <laughs> they just transcribed it in. Yeah. It's like a coding era. Era. Error. Oh, like an HTML thing. Uh, this this song is our first sub four minute one. It is three minutes and fifty eight seconds. Ooh, just under the wire. Yeah. I'm not mad at this. This is like yeah, no, that's yeah. Right. That's I mean, good. I love that it's playing less toward the angsty side and more toward like the triumphant yeah. side. Show me its design. His voice is so it's so anomalous to me. Yeah, it's like. You keep thinking it's Bono, but then it gets very uh, tender. And yeah. Kind of, it's it's very it's like al dente Bono kind of. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. E bono al dente. <laughs> That's some char- some character work I've been working on. Tell you what, if you threw these Bono noodles up against a wall, they would stick. Oh, <laughs> that's that's the point. It's yeah, it's it's Bono like my uh, like my Italian grandma used to make. <laughs> it's a Bono. Borbano. Yeah. Um, up next is People Mover Part 2. Well, I get it with, if I didn't hear People Mover Part 1. We're about to find out. <sighs> Was that on a previous album? Do we have that trivia? People Mover Part 1? This guitar beautiful. work is luscious, however. It's beautiful. Mm. Just like butter it's like butter (laughs) oh weird was that an interlude that was a short song way under four minutes this is uh no this is still the same song oh oh Oh. You tricked us. Uh-huh. When you start to Mars. clap when you think a song is over and they keep going, like, oh, shit. But the whole song is only a minute 42, so it might be an interlude. Oh, wow. 
How do we feel about the drumming? I like it. It just, it doesn't, it's fine. It doesn't feel like the most interesting thing happening. No. Yeah, it feels very, I don't know when this came out, but it feels very like late 90s leaning on the symbol a lot. It's 2008. I don't know. Oh, this is 2008? Yeah. That's like long after. <laughs> they probably had a couple albums in between the one I heard and this one. If they were, you know, consistently making the musics. I'm just trying to look. I don't know if I'm looking for things that bring this down for me at all, but. The drums oh. are fine. Yeah, the guy's not like a monster, but. It was good. I mean, Eli, I would hate to offend your delicate sensibilities, but I feel like this is some pretty solid, like, you know, sorry, sorry, mom, but, uh, you know, like, maybe if you were enjoying some herbal supplements and listening to uh -huh. this mm, album, uh -huh. I think they would go Maca well. Root, yeah. Go yeah. well together. I gotcha. You know? I'll tell you, I'll, I'll say one thing. I would be more impressed with this if it was made in, like, 99. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because well, it, it doesn't ruin for it doesn't the fact that it's from 2008 doesn't ruin it for me, but it does feel somehow late now. Yeah, like if sometimes it had... Spotify uploads the upload dates are weird, so I'm gonna look it up. But don't worry, you I'll get that one. Okay. Yeah, if this would come out like around the same time as like some hum stuff or something like that, yeah, I'd be more like, impressed. Oh, like Eli, you will have to get it. My internet is mm, okay. On strike. <laughs> it's demanding fair working conditions. Yeah, don't cross that picket line, man. No, I will not scab the internet. <laughs> <laughs> any, any overt Christian? Two thousand one. Oh. Okay. Faith in Dennis and Mars Restored. Let me see. Was it? About on time. What was the release date? Um, I'm looking it up right now. Cause, yeah. Let's see. Because what are the odds, you know? But let's I can see. name two albums that were released on 9-11. Really? Yeah. One is the P.O.D. album Satellite. And the other is a They Might Be Giants album. Can't remember. But it's a They Might Be Giants album and a Jay-Z album. What was the Jay-Z album? Can't remember. I don't have the internet. I am I am just I am just a face now. <laughs> What's They Might Be Giants? It's this weird uh They did that Malcolm in the Middle song, right? They did Oh They did the Malcolm in the Middle song. They did you, did you ever watch Homestar Runner? No. Oh. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Okay. Eli, did you ever watch Animaniacs? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, you know the Istanbul? Nothing stands, nothing stands. Oh, yeah. That's that. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. They use that song in a fight scene in Umbrella Academy. What? I don't know what that is. Okay, I think... Okay. 
I think Behind it's the January 1st, 2001. Ah, uh, 1-1. One, 1-1-1. One. One, one, one. Wow. Yeah. That, that seems cute and intentional somehow. Yeah. So it was recorded in the year 2000. Anyone remember that Conan bit? Just me. Oh, I remember the Flight of the Concords version. I, I remember it. In the year 2000. In the year 2000. Yeah, the, the high note is what really sold it. Yeah. The best thing I can land on for these vocals is it, it, it does feel like grunge leftovers, but they feel very in transition. Yeah. Because the standard grunge stuff is like, yeah. It's like becoming stuff. emo. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's getting it's getting more soy. Yeah, which is cool and good. Yeah. All right, up next is Twilight Eyelight. Oh. Is that like a xylophone? Handbells is what I would really like. I don't think it's a glockenspiel. It's not a marimba. I like this. I like the percussion on this. It's almost postal service. Ooh. He can he can do so much of this voice like he can sing very well and I love that there's still this this uh, like this grungy like vocal fry to it yeah yeah I mean it's given me a light tingle on this particular track I'm not gonna lie yeah not like Hot Springs Hotel with the golf club though. sure it's like it's like really good bougie barbecue Ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean bougie barbecue like brisket with aioli on it it's or like something. a pub oh. burger yeah yeah bougie Q. yeah is what I call that <laughs> I wouldn't know I'm devoted only to boomer Q. boom boomer Q. Mm-hmm. Billy Sims are bust baby that's an okay opinion to have about barbecue mm-hmm. yeah just Alright, up next is Ultraviolet. There are a lot of songs named Ultraviolet, and I feel like every one that I hear is always this sort of sonic downturn into something more intense or something more somber. really interesting oh they're doing that doubling thing again 
Bono because his lyrics are Dublin. <laughs> she got kazing. <laughs> All right, this song is five minutes long. I'm going to skip forward a little bit. Yeah, it's either Bono or Jared Leto, right? Yeah. <laughs> like so many things in life. What if Bono played the Joker? Whoa. <laughs> Ooh, that made me do a scary laugh. I guess I like that. He's always wearing the sunglasses. Yeah. Let Bono play the Joker. What if the sunglasses are shaped like the Joker's grin? What if... Oh, better idea. What if his glasses were ha and ha? Oh. Ooh, whoa. Yeah. yeah. that is better. That would be good. And, he right. could, and instead of like a flower, you could have like an, like an AIDS ribbon. Mm-hmm. With a cute squirt. <laughs> Whatever. The Joker AIDS? Would. <laughs> no. Well, I don't... Got it. Maybe. I, the ooh, Joker? You know? Yeah. I feel like... Seems pretty so, twisted to me. I don't know. Someone... Someone, someone could. It could happen. All right. It, up it next, shouldn't, but it could. Yeah. Up next yeah, don't is do don't spray AIDS at people. That's our official position. That is don't our official. Do, don't do that. Up next, we're looking at you, Bono. Don't do that. Not even if you're the choker. All right. This one's called Let's Dance. <laughs> let slash apostrophe s dance. It is let slash apostrophe s dance. Uh. Not feeling dancey so far. This yeah. feels very tonight on Smallville to me. Uh. Mm. Oh, there's a hand clap. Oh. oh, there is. Is that cheating to just stick a hand clap in your studio cut? No. <laughs> you have Why? to record it live, like in that thing you do. Oh like, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. God, that song rips. It's a jam. I don't know. I think it's good to have claps. Pretty much every song I think should have claps in it. Yeah, just avoid the clap. Jimmy <laughs> Dugan. Uh, was, is that a real guy? Jimmy Dugan? Yeah. He is to fans of uh, A League of Their Own. Uh, oh, oh, duh. Greatest baseball film ever made. Fight me. What about yeah. uh, the one about baseball bat that could talk? Or was it a baseball that could talk? I never saw it. If, the, if these balls could talk, is that the name of the movie? I don't think so. <laughs> Probably not. Look who's talking for. This time it's... It's balls. This time it's balls. Was that one facing the Giants? Is that what that was? That's not baseball. That's not a... Oh, that's you're the a football movie. You're a homeschool athlete. Oh, yeah. I can't tell if you're confusing movies or sports. I'm confusing movies. Okay. Facing the Giants. I've seen Little Giants. That's a great one. That's the greatest football film ever made. Facing the Giants, not a sequel, unfortunately. All right, up next, a consequence plan. That movie was called Everyone's Hero. The one where a baseball could talk. That's what it was called. <laughs> oh, that was... I, I was convinced wow. that this movie wasn't real. Yeah, I thought you made that up. I thought you were just thinking of the 
the VHS cover of Major League where the baseball like has a face. No, it's very real. William H. Macy's in it. Mandy Patinkin. <gasps> Forrest Whitaker. Shh. Robin Williams. Who's the baseball? <gasps> and Whoopi Goldberg. No, what? And it was released in 2007. The year of our Lord, 2007. I need to see that. The year of the iPhone and everything. Mm. This chorus is very good. I agree. All right. Skipping to three minutes in. Pretty much the same. (laughs) It sounds like it didn't skip at all. Yeah, new guitar line in there. Uh, All right. I think we get it. Mm-hmm. Up next, involuntary suicide signal. <laughs> you mean a Twitter account? <laughs> oh yeah, oh. I haven't been using the praised on Twitter like I said I would. You oughta. I'm gonna. I'll get on there. Is it just me, or are the titles of the songs getting edgier? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, this is, like, by and far the edgiest. Like, (laughs) the edge, like, of U2. Oh. Oh. That's two members that have been brought up so far. I've just been pronouncing it Feige. (laughs) Feige. Eli, do you like that joke? Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Eli. You really have to do a lot to make synthesizers interesting to me. Yeah. And I don't think they did the requisite amount. Oh, man. Let's see how you feel about it four and a half minutes into this song. Took it to space a little bit. This is cool. It just doesn't sound done. I like that about it. There's just like, there's just a little bit too much pink in the middle on this song. Mm. Oh, when you just the like, red cool center, you want mm. a hot pink center. Yeah, it's when you just have like a, a keyboard with synth sounds and you just hold it like one note one note one note yeah. finish the song <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not done don't don't pull it off the song grill yet didn't make a you didn't make a musical happy plate here I'm being harder on this band because they are good <laughs> All right, up next, Transatlantic. This is the second to last one. Did they beat Death Cab to Transatlanticism? I don't know.
guitar work remains off the charts, however. Yeah. Yeah, that that whole in, that, this intro reminds me of something from Hum. I love Hum. Stars. It's a jam. Mm-hmm. This, I'm sorry, Ooh. this is actually the Tonight on Smallville song. Yeah. Or this, Friday Night Lights or this something. This is the Ooh, Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights, Lights song. I loved yeah, that, that episode. What? Where you guys did the Friday Night Lights thing. Oh, yeah, that yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> if these balls could talk, they tell me good job. Unlike my dad. Anyway, that's my Friday Night Lights interlude. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. That's all I know about Friday Night Lights. That's it. That's all I had. Sorry. It's Friday, and I'm here to sell you some night lights. Never saw the show. <clears throat> Live from Texas, it's Friday night. <laughs> it's Friday Night Lights featuring Coach Taylor. <laughs> Tim Riggins, Matt Saracen, Landry, with musical guest, Explosions in the Sky. (laughs) That was so good. You sounded just like him. Thank you. Wow. I didn't think you could beat that talking baby, but Uh. there we are. Are those all real guys from the show? Those are character names, yeah. That's awesome. God, you so pulled funny. it out. That's so funny. Uh, all right. Oh, I skipped to the end of the song. It's back to doing those these little guys. Was that all an instrumental? I don't know. All right, up next, Device, the final song. Okay. There was, we, none of us talked there for a second because yeah. we were all just making different faces about how good that was. <laughs> different sort of like happy stank faces about how nice that intro was. Yeah. yeah. Faces of approval of the stank on that. Mm. I love a good stank face. Like the production is really ambitious. I just don't understand how this song and the one with just the very exposed synth lead were the same one. God or vampires? <laughs> Good question. Once you let them in, they never really leave you, you know? Yeah, Heath, um, I think I agree that these guys could use a better drummer. Yeah. A guy who just does more stuff, I think. I Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to save it for the review, but I can't, like, tell if it could... It could be a click track. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, 
he's doing the drummer is doing a good is executing their primary task well which yeah. is not being in the way and not being a bad timekeeper but he's getting a C he's getting a passing grade yeah he's like doing good is uh it's he's like he's fine okay drummer you're getting a B you're getting a B. I, was gonna say, I feel like a C might be a little harsh. It's at least a C plus B minus. Uh, yeah. Uh. Because if we just want to play it like this, a drum machine gets a 75, right? Right. Yeah. All right. I'm skipping to the end. Alright, here's the end. The last 25 seconds. Mm. There it is. Oops, started it over. <laughs> One more again! Uh... All right. Well, that's yeah. that's the album. Now it's time. You know what time it is. Final judgment. <laughs> oh. Oh, was that good? I wish you guys in Listenerland had been here for that Foley work. I'm huh, shook. Huh, it. <laughs> we are fully committed here on the praise down <laughs> jill has left the studio she's not that was some more radio magic <laughs> that i just did uh <laughs> i've organized my thoughts i will speak okay oh great uh i liked that it was shoegazy i liked that uh i, I liked that the, the lead vocalist was either depending on the situation pop punk bono or indie jared leto um the songs are very homogenous. They're kind of samey in relation to themselves, but not in relation to each other, which feels like something from a different time. Yeah. The way the way the sound on an album can feel very compartmentalized rather than uh, something that flows from one thing to another. Um, incredible guitar work, though. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. absolutely a treat all the way through. Um the rock drums are very standard for the most part. And I think I, I don't I don't care what you guys say. This is my time. The hand claps are cheating. You just make people clap. You can clap along to any song. You can clap along to an Aphex Twin if you wanted to, if you really tried. Um, the synths, not great. Like I said, the, the song is a little bit too pink in the middle. That, that particular one. I hope it doesn't get nominated to Digital Heaven. Um, finally... Um, <laughs> The whole the whole album reminded me of maybe a a graduated version of very very old Switchfoot albums. It had it has the same sort of clean but very reverby indie like bordering on shoegazy ambient guitar work. 
and I stand that type of guitar effects. And that's the T. I stand it. All right. I'm giving it a nine. No Judas. Okay. Mm. All right. Yeah. Whoever whoever wants to talk more now. <sighs> yeah, I mean that that just like definitely wasn't what I, when I uh, you know walked in here today. I was like, hey, let's listen to Dennis and Mars. That's not at all what I was expecting to hear. I think, you know, like, like I said, uh, it was like way more pop punky, like the, the stuff that I'd listened to before. But I, 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 I'm going to say that, you know, the like adult version of me prefers this album over the other one. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I, I do wish we had heard the pop punker. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it's just more of a bop and I'm, I'm, a, I'm more of a bopper than a gazer. This was a gaze, yeah. You know, like at, at my core, I like you know, I like to like to have a little bop, and so uh, you know, like if I'm you know being like sophisticated, pinky up me, I'm like, oh yes, the shoegaze was quite delicious, but mm-hmm. you know, I but I'm trash, and so I just want to, I just really want to hear those rips. I wanted to hear, you know, but but I'm not, but I'm not mad at the album. I mean, I, I liked it, I liked it well enough. I I I, I I'd give I give it another listen. You know, in my free time. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. You walked in here with uh with with basically Bud Light limes and we cracked them open and they were Merlots. Yeah. Ooh, right? yeah. That's mm-hmm. pretty much what happened. Yeah. 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 Not a not a bad surprise, but Yeah, no. Could have could have gone for Bud Lime though. <sighs> Nothing wrong with a little Bud Lime. Mm-mm. Not a Lime Arita though. That's not our good. our friend in hell has issued would would take issue with that, but luckily he's in hell. Where all limerita drinkers are. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? I have no opinions on limeritas. Well, you couldn't, could you? No, I've never had one. What I, are they? Just be on my team, then. <laughs> I need a, I need a friend here. All right. Yeah. I'm on your team. Team Bud Light Lime. Yeah. Bud Light Lime. That's two against one here on this mortal coil. Now that's not, a shoegaze I've, band we could have listened to. I'm not taking a side. <laughs> this mortal coil rules. <laughs> well, Alex would love to be on this mortal coil because <laughs> it does rule. Um, I didn't take a side. I oh, do. Yeah. I, I do. Just I do see the value in a uh, of some Merlot, but also a uh, a Bud Light Lime. Oh, because I thought it was Bud Light Lime versus Limerita. Oh, okay. I misunderstood that. Are you? Are you? So okay. I I misunderstood the conflict. You're you're Bud Lime versus Limerita. Yes. Okay, and I'm just saying. But Alex, who is in hell with all other Limerita drinkers, loves Limerita. <laughs> okay, so we got to send one of these songs to Digital Heaven. Obviously, as our guest, you have the strongest say. What do you think? What do you think uh, played to your bop sensibilities the hardest? I, whatever the second song was called, I think was the most like kind of pop punky vibe. The new drone. <laughs> yeah, the new drone spelled funny. The new drone. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. This is my. This is great. Y'all can't see it in podcast land, but I'm getting it. Uh, you yeah, were doing I like this. the Kristen Wig dance. Is that what that is? Yeah. I think she got that from me. I'm pretty sure I've been doing that since the beginning of time. Or at least All right. a few years. Welcome the new drone to Digital Heaven. Come on in. The heaven's fine. 
The heavens divine. So where can we find you online? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me online on Facebook. Uh, my name is Jessica Carbajal with a, an A after every letter except for the L. You can find me on Instagram with a, a handle that confuses everybody, which is at Shekamunyeka. S H E K A M U N E C A. It would be an Inya, but you can't do that on Instagram. Mm, racist. I know. Them. Yeah. Or you can follow me on Snapchat. Whoa. <laughs> See the photos of my dogs on Snapchat. Ooh, Being what kind adorable. of dogs are we working with? We got a we got a, a Jack Ru- a really really old Jack Russell a medium old Husky mix and a young Pitbull. Whoa! Yeah, it's high a, energy <laughs> boys. It's, it's a it's a mix. Oh boy! It's a mix. When a Jack Russell gets old, isn't it a Jacob Russell? <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like is is Jack short for Jacob though, or for I think I thought, I thought that was like usually John, like Jack Kennedy. I know I know Jacks that are short for either. All right, Ooh. then yes, Jacob the liar, Russell Terrier. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't, Robin Williams. Much like that terrier, I'm wrestling with God right now, <laughs> uh, or an angel, or. I've read the Bible before. Um, let's say some thank yous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Jessica for coming on the show. It's been, it was honestly a delight. Uh, it's my pleasure. It was a great time. It's my pleasure. Yeah, that uh, I'm trying to get this going. Hanging out with you on the co- on the podcast has been. <laughs> refreshing. <laughs> yeah. Cool and crisp and refreshing, like a diet Pepsi. Like the Rocky Mountains. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to Jarvix for our theme song. I'd like to say thanks you, thank you to Molly Devine for the Talking the Walk stinger. Thank you to Wampus Reynolds for our Tune Talk stinger. And thank you to Cameron Brewer for our outro, Holy Ghost Riding the Whip. Thank you to uh, Jill for doing editing or producing. And thank you to Good Trash Media for hosting our show. Yeah. And for buying us the domain, hell.com. <laughs> yes, thank you for that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, stay cool. We are going to get out of here with our with the catchphrase that we, uh, that we always get out of here with. And that's... Uh, thanks for coming down to the praise down. We had a... <laughs> refreshing time hanging out with you. God bless. Bye.